going on? This is the Work Rate Podcast. I am Mike Fenn. I'm joined as always by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. What have you been up to? Uh, it's end of the month, so work's been crazy. Mm. That's about it. It finally cooled down. It finally feels like fall out here, so that's good. It's not, yes. it's not 100 Got- degrees anymore, so <laughs> it's been I- nice. I've been wearing jeans every day. Mm-hmm. I've been wearing long sleeves every day. I've worn a toque a couple times. Nice. I wore a, I wore a flannel to work today, so that, that was mm. nice. Yeah, I wore a flannel last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I've been having a good time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's black metal season. Mm-hmm. Crunching the. Li- I was listening to an album that's lit. It's literally about the transition from September to December. Nice. And I love that. That's awesome. A black metal album just about that. It's and as it is with black metal, it's not in English. So I don't know what the fuck it's saying. Mm-hmm. But that's what it's about. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been sad boy music season for me, even though the weather just finally cooled down for it. So a lot of the old emo bands I used to listen to yes. have been in my rotation. Um that even I'm not, not feeling a, sad. I just like to listen that to That is not action. a Radkey reference. Oh, hell no. I don't fuck I don't, that guy. Sorry, yeah. Soraya. Yeah, I, I like Soraya. I do not like him. I don't like his band. Even no, before I found out all that bad. stuff about him, yeah. Bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man's a man's trash. Mm-hmm. And but now he's AW Cannon because he is her uh, music. Yeah. So that yeah. sucks. I like that's the, the meme. one thing. That's the one thing I said when they when they got her was I hope they don't involve her boyfriend in yeah. any way. Like don't use him for the music, and then I think it was you or someone else that like he does he does her uh, entrance music. I was like, God damn it, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I I love the, the meme. Man's came... gone to jail for assault. Yeah, I love the meme that came out. Who, who, which AEW wrestler is going to beat him up first? And everyone was saying Kingston. So <laughs> I pay to see that. Yeah, I can see Brody uh, beat him up too. Because, you know, yes. he's in a hardcore band and they probably know a bunch of the same people. So he's probably wanted to fight him before. He doesn't. Brody doesn't fuck around. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, AEW did nine, nine, nine. Yeah. This week they didn't. Uh, they didn't break a mill. However, they were up against a hurricane mm-hmm. and they were number nine in the uh, rankings with almost a mill. So normally that will get you number one. Yeah. Was it all weather coverage? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all sense. weather. Co- it's all hurricane coverage. Yeah. Um, that stuff's nuts down in Florida too. I saw there's like sharks in the street and stuff. What the hell? Well, yeah. I was, people were posting like uh, um, footage from like Fort Myers. Like when it was happening, I was like, fuck, that place is gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Yeah. And then they showed it now. And I was like, yeah, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's bad. Yeah. And my mom and sister are going to Florida this weekend, but they're going to the panhandle. So they're not in all that Ooh. stuff. But I was like, uh, are you, should you still be going mom? And she's like, Oh, we're far away. My uncle lives down there, but they're like, <laughs> they're not near the destruction. I was like, okay. And by the time they get there, it'll be fine. But I guess it's storm season. It's <laughs> like yeah. the, uh, the winter, right? Yeah. So. It's like, uh, what's hurricane season. I don't know. It goes to like November. I think, I think it starts in June, but, I know okay. they were saying it was pretty calm at first because they were like, it's pretty unseasonably calm, but now it's like picked up. Yeah, Fort Myers is gone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, this uh, this episode 
for it didn't really seem like it at the time, but it, there was a lot of filler there because of the because of Tony Khan letting people stay where they mm-hmm. are. Yeah, and you you could kind of see like aside from like a couple major story beats and like they're not even the most major story mm-hmm. beats like it was uh the matches were i don't know they only had three matches scheduled going in and that was clearly purposeful because mm-hmm. they didn't know who they were going to have yeah um yeah it's and how it's crazy they the it. amount of wrestlers that live in florida to begin with and so <laughs> well they they were stationed out of there in jacksonville mm-hmm. right so they put a lot of a lot of people probably bought homes there mm-hmm. or that condos or whatever mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we start off with the Jericho celebration. They come out looking like grapes. Yeah, I saw somebody say, like, did Jericho skin grimace, like, from the old McDonald's commercials? <laughs> yeah, they look like they're wearing velvet suits. Mm-hmm. They come out there. They've got pizza. They've got pizza. They've got Luigi Primo, who apparently is an asshole. That's what I saw people tweeting. I, I had no idea what they're talking about, but I was like, oh, that sucks. If he is like Yeah, that. he's an a- anti-vaxxer. He's, <laughs> uh, he's he uh, fucking defends harassment. He fired people who were who were angry at his uh, who were like going after the he somebody harassed somebody at his at his workplace or at his I guess his training center or whatever. He um, he defended that person and then fired all the people who were going after the person who was accused Hmm. and he's an anti-vaxxer so Hmm. great we have him now yeah um anyways he got punched so that was fun we got uh his cell the punch though was great though because he was good he didn't move (laughs) luigi luigi primo got whacked yeah yeah (laughs) um we got bucket hats so uh jericho presented daniel garcia with a bucket hat a purple bucket hat, which six weeks ago he would have worn proudly, mm-hmm. and we would all be memeing the bucket hat on mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia like the do rag. Yeah, this time he takes it off, he slams it on the ground, he kicks it. Um, he says that this isn't what he's here for. He's here to oh. he's here to wrestle, and everyone's you? chanting, "You're oh. a wrestler! You're a wrestler!" Um, Jericho says. It's like, no, you're not. You're you're with us. Um, 2.0 says, like, you turned your back on us. Um, we had your back from day one. We your first year with the company, we we carried you, all that stuff. Um, we got Jericho saying that he's the greatest Ring of Honor champion of all time, and no one can take that from him, and he's gonna beat every oh, I think he might have said this later, but he said that he's gonna beat every great uh ring of honor champion um which is funny because one of those is is brad gone hold on a second you're back could you hear me yeah no it it, the last thing i heard was you kick the bucket hat he kicked oh shit anyways well i was talking um (laughs) he was talking uh I was talking about how Jericho was, uh, he was talking about how he's going to, I mean, he said this later, but I'm just going to lump it in now. He said that he's going to defeat every great Ring of Honor champion, which is funny because that includes CM Punk. 
So I don't mm-hmm. know if he means to say that. Um, I doubt it because I. But it would be funny if they brought in like Homicide again and like like Loki and <laughs> just all these weird old eight or ROH wrestlers. Yeah, and this this obviously uh, this had Danielson come out to say uh, says like, oh, uh, Daniel Garcia, you are a phenomenal wrestler. You don't need this guy. You need to uh, be what's true to you, whether that is with him being an entertainer, with me being a wrestler. You can train with him. You can train with me. I don't give a shit. I just want you to be honest. And that's when 2.0 went crazy. And um, Mm -hmm. Daddy Magic said, you want a piece? I can't wait to punch you in the face. And then Danielson says, like, hey, I just, uh, because of this hurricane conveniently i just happen to have a piece of paper here from tony khan saying i can wrestle whoever the fuck i want so here we go first match of the night <laughs> and then he just yeah. beat his ass yeah yeah uh yeah he beat up daddy magic pretty good uh there's some interference from uh cool hand Ange, and so cesaro runs out audio that's fine oh are you gone again i think uh i think i might have lost brad again um, so I'm just going to talk about what Brad was saying. Uh, that was a, we got a really, really good Claudio. Um, oh, and th- nope, he came back for a second and he's gone again. Um, anyways, yeah, Claudio, he makes a cameo. He runs down. He beats up, uh, beats up Cool Hand Luke, puts him on his shoulders. There's Brad again. I don't know what's going on. Maybe you're caught up in that hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> the aftershocks of the hurricane are coming all the way up here. Let me just, uh, let me close a couple tabs in here. I mean, it's probably on your end, not mine, but. It seems like it's on my end. I don't know what's going on. My internet sucks. I need to switch providers, but there's not really much to switch. Yeah, there's to. not a lot to switch to in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah. We got like two. Um. Yeah, so that Claudio cameo was amazing, where he picked mm-hmm. him up and just carried him away. Carried him off, yeah. <laughs> it was really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that... Uh, how, how did Danielson win in this one? What was his finish? Uh, he put him in the LaBelle lock. Put him in the he, LaBelle lock. He, tapped he, he tapped out like really fast, too, when he was Yes, in he it. did. Mm-hmm. It, as he should, though. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Daddy Magic always taps out really fast. Yeah. He tapped out really fast on top of the cage in mm-hmm. Blood and Guts. Yeah, he, as well. he is one, he does not leave dramatic effect. He's like, nope, I'm tapping. <laughs> oh, he, he, he's a coward. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's his role. It's good. He does it well. I liked it. My favorite segment of the night came next, and this was the uh, segment between MJF and Wheeler Yuta. I thought Wheeler Yuta actually did quite well in this. He did. He did. I liked it a lot. He's a little rough around the edges with his talking, but I think when he gets upset, it comes off natural. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it made more sense. I liked it. Um, so big Utes or MJF's music hits, but, or they say MJF is going to come out to talk, but mm-hmm. instead, uh, Wheeler Yuta runs out to the ring. Um, he's got a mic. He said, we have a serious problem. Um, we have, you, uh, Wheeler Yuta standing up for Tony Schiavone 
in his hometown of Philadelphia. Um, he's saying like, I'm not upset that he hit me. I'm upset that he hit a living legend, Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone's done more for AEW than MGF ever will, or mm-hmm. almost anyone in the back. And like, hey, you know what? That's pretty. That's pretty it's really funny to think that Tony. There was a time when Tony Schiavone wasn't even part of AEW. Yeah, he wasn't even month. in the wrestling business. Yeah, like for a long time. Yeah, he just did. Uh, he did like cameos mm-hmm. in like the pay-per-views and stuff yeah um lending his voice like it's a it i'm so glad they got him mm-hmm. um because they only got him for tv that's yeah. when they brought him in um yeah he says uh no i i just i love yuda's energy he's mad he's pissed off um he says like yeah. he challenges him like to fight him out and like South Street, I don't know, streets of Philadelphia. Or Broad but, Street, yeah. Broad Street, yeah. That the crowd gets going crazy for that. I like MJF calling him out on his low hanging fruit stuff. He's like, he's gonna say he's oh, gonna yeah. come out here, say something about the Phillies and stuff. And... Yeah, he's he's gonna do the he's gonna do the sports team shtick where he's gonna make fun of the hometown team, <laughs> blah 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 blah. We know that. He's like, that's fine. We all know that's coming. And um MJF says like yeah, I can say that because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's like, I'm a, he's I'm 26 like, years old and I'm a multimillionaire. He's like, he's like, this company is here because of me, uh, Tony Schiavone. He's a fat old prick. Um, <laughs> um, he says, how dare you take uh take away my time, not with a not with your wrestling skills, but with your mic skills. Man, they suck. And mm-hmm. I love that. It's so funny. I love that yeah. they're doing that. And Wheeler says, hey, man, this isn't about the mic skills. And if you don't want to come to the ring and and have a match with me right now, I'll meet you. I'll put you in a puddle of your own blood on, on Broad Street. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, this is Philadelphia. Yeah. And he says, anyone from Philadelphia knows that bad things happen in Philadelphia. And this mm-hmm. is true. Yeah, This is very, very true. true. Yeah. Um, Kira has family from there, and they're terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just watch any like clip of Philly fans at their—they just fight each other at their own sports games. It's oh so yeah, crazy. man! They boot Santa Claus, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ty Domi with the guy going through the fucking through the penalty box to fight him, and Ty Domi like giving him a couple shots. Mm-hmm. Like this—this this is known. They are the rowdiest and most date. Nah, I wouldn't necessarily say the most dangerous fans, but definitely the rowdiest. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why Boston, uh, Boston's up there. LA yeah. is up there in terms of the dangerous aspect of yeah. it. They are rowdy, though. That's why ECW did so well, because they're based out of Philly. Yes. So. And there was a lot of uh, sort of ECW nods, Ring of Honor nods mm-hmm. as well, being a city of Ring of Honor. I think the first Ring of Honor show was in Philly. Mm-hmm. So this was a this was a heavy Ring of Honor episode for that mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. Um supposedly we were supposed to have a uh Samoa Joe segment. He couldn't make it. We were supposed to have another Ring of Honor segment as well that they couldn't do. So there mm-hmm. was a there was quite a few stuff that was scrapped mm-hmm. from this show and it, it kind of felt like it. Yeah. Yeah, you can um, tell. But this was it's really a lot good. mother nature. Um, so Yuta starts, he starts uh, running or coming up the ramp. And he's like, no, man, I'm going to fight you. This, uh, this is what we do. But out comes the gun club. 
and they they get in his way and mjf's still running his mouth he's just like and he says you know what i'm he's like hey he's like i don't have to fight you because i'm bet oh you know what i don't even want the you you pigs to hear me say my catchphrase Mm -hmm. he's like i'm gonna leave boys tell them and then he got the gun club to do the uh mjf is better than you and you know it and honestly that was perfect Mm -hmm. i loved that that's who these guys are yeah and it makes the uh, fans not want to say it because they'll say it along with MJF when he says it. But exactly, <laughs> like they're great in this role. Mm-hmm. Like this is what the Gun Club should be. They look like I don't know, just like action movie goons. Mm-hmm. And that's what they are. Like they've got the they've got the look. They've got the shit eating grin. They've got the laughs. Mm-hmm. The, like it's they're effective. Um, I'm curious to see what they'll be later on in their career because they actually are quite good for the amount of time they've time. been in the industry. Yeah. They've barely been in the industry and they're super young. Yeah, because I remember when Billy Gunn first came, which one would always come out with him first? Was it Colton? Colt or whatever his name is? Yeah, well, Colton was just like in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't even wrestling at the time. I guess he was training. Mm-hmm. And, um, he would he would come out with Colton, and then Austin was the only one who could wrestle. Mm-hmm. And when Austin first was sort of like in the within the orbit of AEW, it was actually at All In. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the he was in their big battle royal. Mm-hmm. He was in there with uh, with his dad. Yeah, and he was like seventeen or something. Like he was like yeah. su- he was super young. Yeah, he it wasn't seventeen. That math doesn't math. But uh, he's like he's like nineteen twenty. Yeah, I was say he's probably nineteen. Yeah, it's a uh, it's crazy. Like he could, he there's a there's a lot there. They're just so obnoxious that they're very easy to hate, and then you realize that they're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's the point. Um, yeah. So uh, I like that. That was my favorite segment of the night, and it wasn't where it ended. So I like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the next next thing we have we have uh, Mox versus Juice Robinson. I loved this. They had Juice do a little promo package um, talking about their history, which is long. Yeah, they they were in NXT together back in the day, and then of course New Japan. I like Juice saying that I beat Mox, which I mean technically did, but it's a triple threat match, so he did pin Mox. He pinned uh, Finley in the match, but he can still say he got a win over Mox, which is good <laughs> for the U.S. title that one time. Yeah, they've had they've had a few matches together. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, our Juice was his first match outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. When he when he left and he came back as Mox as the Death Rider, and Death Rider, he went yeah. to Japan. He fought Juice first, so people saying like, "Oh, this is so random." No, it's not. Yeah, they they have history. <laughs> this is not a random match at mm-hmm. all. They have a long-standing feud. Mm-hmm. Just because you don't know what it is, yeah, it's like Tony Khan didn't sit there and say, "Use Google." He just booked the match and just just assumed that you could piece it together. Mm-hmm. I I I pieced it together. It's right yeah. there. I mean, they had the video package too, so it's not like he yeah, it's fine. Everyone it's winning, whatever. Yeah, 
Sometimes you could just book a fight. That's true. That's very true. And this they did say, sport. they said, Juice has beat him before. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. And yeah. like, you're going to tell me that you didn't know that he faced Juice Robinson as in his first match outside of uh, WWE? Yes, you do. You're lying if you tell me you don't know that. Mm-hmm. Of course you know that. Yeah. That's all everyone was talking about was Moxley at the time. Yeah. Everyone he... thought Moxley was going to New Japan. Yeah. Yeah, his first like, that first video of him in New Japan has like five million views on YouTube or something like that. So it's like it's yeah. not like no one saw it. <laughs> and didn't he face? Uh, didn't he face him again while with AW, but in mm. New Japan as well? Yeah. Didn't they wrestle twice? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's pretty hard not to know these things. It's like mm-hmm. it, you're being willfully ignorant. By saying like, well, what's the story here? I mean, you know the story here. <laughs> you know it. Um, okay, so now we have Sarai coming out and saying that she's here to start the women's revolution 2.0. Um, <laughs> she did that with WWE. She's doing it, saying that she's going to do it again with AEW. She calls out the women's roster. Um, out comes all the faces or five of them. Yeah, <laughs> and like some of them are in the job squad. I shouldn't say that, but it's Sky Blue, it's Madison Rain, it's um, Willow Nightingale, who you and I both love, but mm-hmm. she's not all elite, at yeah. least as far as we know. I wonder if and, they'll ever give her a sign, or if she's just kind of signed to the company, and they're just like, all right, <laughs> she's probably Ring of Honor. That's my guess. She'll be. Once they, whatever they do with Ring of Honor, she'll be on that. Because she was, because she was competing with them beforehand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But maybe she will. And maybe it'll be after her match on Friday, which we'll get to in a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we have Britt Baker coming out with the heels and Soraya and Britt Baker are jawing back and forth. uh, Britt Baker says that she put her blood, her sweat, her tears into this company um, she even put her neck on the line for for AEW. Unlike yours, hers can actually uh, is strong enough to handle it, Ooh. which is a good line. Yeah, against, that's really good. <laughs> against Soraya, really good. Uh, Soraya announces that she says, "Like, hey, you know what? I came in here. I have a boss that finally listens to me. I talked to Tony Khan. I said, hey, you know what? Let's do the first ever women's lumberjack match.' And he said, "Yeah, that's a pretty good idea." And I was like. Hey, you know what? This is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to see that it, because, especially in AEW, um, it allows the lumberjack or the lumberjacks could always do this, but in AEW, they uh, they cheer on their team a bit more. Mm-hmm. Like they do, like the the slapping on the canvas. Um, they can they can get the crowd going, and they did that a few times in the match. Which mm-hmm. uh, which I really like, and that that sort of uh, goes back to the uh, Daly's place with the wrestlers yeah. in the crowd, uh, starting mm-hmm. chants and stuff like that's a very AEW thing, yeah. Which then goes into like the indies and like AEW's built off the indies, mm-hmm. so for sure. This match was good though. 
Yeah, it was they're good. Real good. They, I think you had messaged me like, I don't even know what some of these holds are that they're doing. Yeah, Dean's <laughs> just doing things <laughs> yeah. in, that, in that ring. It's like, what is that? I don't know what that <laughs> is. What do you call that? Um, there's one. It was like she put her in like the friggin' I don't know what the Vikings did where like they opened someone's rib cage up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know what to call it, but it was brutal. Um, yeah. So Deeb was just twisting, um, twisting, uh, Tony, Tony storm in knots. It's unfortunate that Tony storm is so cold right now with the fans. Mm-hmm. And, I put that more on the fans than on AEW. It's it kinda... seems like because she was pretty popular before. It seems she like was. whoever wins the women's title, like the fans are just like, oh, okay, that's enough, and then they just don't care anymore. Except for Jade, they still like Jade. Well, but... the fans they want exactly who they want at a given time. If it's not that person, they're pissed off and they'll boo mm-hmm. because they wanted her to beat Thunder Rosa the first time. Mm-hmm. She faced Thunder Rosa, but Thunder Rosa won. And that was a mistake by AEW. It should have just gone to uh, Tony Storm then. I don't know mm-hmm. why you then have them loop back around and have a second match. It doesn't make sense. Just mm-hmm. do it the first time. Because yeah. you're just elongating a feud that doesn't need to be elongated. Yeah. But yeah, but they want Jamie Hayter. Yep. And when they didn't get Jamie Hayter, now when the women's division is happening, they just chant Jamie Hayter like she's CM Punk. It's like the fans, they're ruining it for everybody. (laughs) Like the live fans with this. It's like, what are you doing? You know they're not putting it on Jamie Hayter right now, so don't ruin the segment. Mm -hmm. You know the segment's not about Jamie Hayter. Don't chant Jamie Hayter. Like when yeah. Soraya says, we finally got a women's champion we can be proud of. And the fans boo the face. Come on. Mm-hmm. And start chanting for Jamie Hayter. That's that's disrespectful. And they mm-hmm. know what they're doing because they know they know it's not going to be Jamie Hayter. They know that's not the story they're telling. Mm-hmm. But, but I think Tony brought it back with the finish of this match because it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the fuck. Well, because she hit the Storm Zero and um, deep kicked out, and I was like, "Oh, what the hell is she gonna finish her with?" No. I was like, uh, "I mean, she has done different finishers. She has that one DDT that mm-hmm. she is like a swinging DDT that she's finished people with to the point where I was like, is she still doing Storm Zero?'" Yeah, I thought and, they made her stop doing Storm Zero, but no. And then no, and then she went up and did a second rope Storm. Storm Zero and I screamed. Mm-hmm. I was, that was nuts. Like it's a brutal looking pile driver on its own, but to do mm-hmm. to do a pile driver off the second rope is bananas. Yeah, that was nuts. So and if you're just... gonna do it to anybody, uh, Deeb's a good person because mm-hmm. Deeb knows what she's doing in yeah. that ring. She is the most, for lack of a better term, grizzled. Um, veteran in the mm-hmm. uh in the women's division she knows how to take that bump yeah um but yeah in this match we had the uh the faces and the heels squaring off a bit hater dropped sky blue and then willow and hater got into it started throwing bombs and then willow chased hater up the ramp through the tunnel 
And then it was announced afterwards that we're getting that match on Friday, which is cool as hell. Yeah, that match should be good. I love Willow. I love Hater. My heart is going to stop. Yeah, it's like, I don't know who I want to win. Oh, I mean, I do. I want Willow to win always. <laughs> I don't want Willow to ever lose. Yeah, um, I feel you. But we know Hater's going to win. <laughs> it just makes sense. But if there was going to be a time to announce somebody's all elite, that could be the time. <laughs> um, it's too bad. It is too bad that these things, that these shows are still airing so late at night on Fridays or at weird times, like the battle of the belts that they've announced. Is that like 11 o'clock one night or something? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? It's not AW's fault. I don't. Yeah. Like, it's like the, the network. network. Like why mm-hmm. are you, why even have the event? Yeah. Just reschedule it. <laughs> it's just going to cost you money. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, know. there's no way you're making the money back. I mean, I guess you're making it through the attendance, but like, does, does Discovery see that money? The attendance stuff? The, or does AEW? The decision making uh, like at Discovery, HBO, whatever they're called now, has, has not been good as of late. So yeah, but, but Warner like putting uh putting Rampage at the time slot it is and mm-hmm. with the battle of like, oh we're gonna get these special events. Okay, they're like, oh, they're just Saturday at eleven or mm-hmm. like like what why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do you choose then why don't you choose a time when somebody will watch tv mm-hmm. for sure it doesn't make any sense yeah so it's like obviously like if i'm aw i'm not putting a marquee matchup or feud on these events why would i do that when no one's watching it so then these events are just sort of farted out there because mm-hmm. like you're not gonna put mox versus whoever on there you're not gonna because no one's gonna watch it Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, but I'll try and watch the Willow match. That sounds fun as hell. Mm-hmm. And but again, I did I did like this match. I did like this segment. Uh, despite the limit, the skeleton crew they had. Yeah. Um. You in a you end any match with a second row pile driver, and it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. And that needs to be the Storm Zero from now on. <laughs> from the second rope. I realized that I skipped a significant part of the show. One Uh-oh. of my favorite parts of the show. This was during the Mox and Juice segment. Um, oh, yeah. After the match, Hangman comes out. He's decked in Dolly Parton pink. Yeah, which is that shirt's awesome. awesome. Yeah, he needs to wear <laughs> that with the butterfly pants. Well, he's wearing rose pants. He had oh, roses, yeah, he was. like yeah. pink roses all up the mm-hmm. side. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked fantastic. Um, but so they're staring at each other in the middle of the ring because they're going to have their match. Like maybe at Battle of the Belts. I'm not sure. No, um, it's like a it's in a couple weeks. It's at Cincinnati Dynamite. OK, sure. Um, but we've got MJF was watching it in the. Uh, in the luxury box and he's saying now hold on hold on hold on we know that you guys are just one of you guys you're gonna win the match but then you're gonna lose because i'm gonna cash my chip in whenever i want and you won't see it coming and i'm gonna hurt you like that you guys are really you're building this up to be a whole lot of nothing and wheeler yuda appears behind appears of like a like a ghost just appeared behind him. 
And then MJF hears the cheers. He turns around. Wheeler Yuta starts beating that ass all through the uh, the luxury box, throwing him over the couch. And I'm watching this, and I texted you. I was like, "This feels like month one AEW," mm-hmm. and yeah. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. This was like when Moxley and Kenny were just like brawling all over the place, getting put through. each other through tables, like glass tables and stuff. Or like when uh, when when Cody and the elite charged up into the, uh, mm-hmm. no, with, uh, with MJF of all people yeah, charged up into the luxury box to beat up Jericho in the inner circle. And you had Dustin Rhodes in there and not the dipping dots. Yeah. <laughs> and he broke the, that's what this felt like. And I was like, Oh, you know, I want AW to be doing more of this stuff again. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff in the crowd, the stuff in the luxury box, the stuff behind the scenes. I wonder if they stopped doing a bunch of stuff in the crowds like that because of COVID, which would make sense. It would, mm-hmm. but now they're back. Mm-hmm. So if you can do the show, you can do the angle. Yeah. Because they've been doing it. They've been doing stuff like this in the pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. That's true. So like, just do more of it. You don't have like, there's no fans in the luxury box. There's no fans in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go back there. You can cordon it off. And like do the concession stand stuff. Like it felt wild back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah, and you remember the uh, false kind of anywhere match of Butcher and Blade versus the Young Bucks? That match was nuts. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want I want more of that shit. I want the fans around cheer. Like like they did it with Hardy's and and uh, and Sting and Darby. Sting and Darby, where they fucking killed Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Darby jumping off like the breezeway or something that was nuts I th- yeah, I yeah you're right they needed a party that did that uh, to darby yes he did it over darby maybe i don't remember i don't know but yeah he did like yeah, that was that did it, though. off yeah. the fucking thing yeah he did it to uh the blade but that was awesome yes yes they yes, do yes. you're right they need to bring that stuff back now yeah like it was a uh, it was fun but yeah that's what this felt like. i was like oh this feel like i was I was getting nostalgic for uh, mm-hmm. for season one of AEW there. Yeah. Um, well, where I need like to go back and watch like anything the first episode again, just to see how crazy it is. Yeah, because the first episode was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And people didn't know how good AEW was going to be at that time. So it was like, it's this good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was my favorite part of the show when Wheeler attacked him back there. Really mm-hmm. good, funny stuff. Speaking of funny stuff, we got Starks with the squash with the greatest with the, pin. I was gonna time. say the best pin I've ever seen in my life. Fucking <laughs> the flying Yokozuna. Yeah, <laughs> but but, um, but yeah, but butted him after he hit him with the Rochambeau, which was awesome. <laughs> like in one fluid motion, he Rochambeaued him and then ran and like. Whoopi, uh, was it Doink the Clown? Did he call that the whoopee cushion that he used to do where you jump and butt you? It was like the fucking Super Mario butt stomp. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, where you got yeah, to break the blocks. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was great. I loved it. I thought he was going to cut a promo then. It was, nope, there he goes. Mm-hmm. All right, fine, whatever. Um, yeah, it keeps him on TV, uh, so that's good. Yeah, it keeps him on TV. They're keeping that push going, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so we're 35 minutes into this uh, 
into this podcast, and we're at the main event. So uh, there is- was a uh, there was a Andrade Butcher Blade and Private Party segment in there somewhere, right? Yeah, where... that we had those guys uh, arguing about. I don't know, probably the battle royal the week before. Yeah, it's like who's they? They were arguing about who's like the premier tag team in Andrade's group. Yes, and Andrade was like, "You all work for me." <laughs> it's t- <laughs> That you all work for me. You you shut up and you put your mm-hmm. uh, put and I think, your issues aside. I think this Friday they announced it's uh, the acclaimed versus Butcher and Blade versus Private Party in a triple threat. Or they, it's either that's, this Friday or it's next week. That's a hell of a match. I like that mm-hmm. one. Um, that should be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, and we've had Matt Hardy sort of trying to woo them back. But I think it's been more them trying to get back with Matt Hardy. This is private party. Mm-hmm. And him saying, I did you dirty in the past. I'm here for you if you get away from Andrade. Um, it won't be like last time. Um, essentially, I'm not a heel now. Yeah. I, can be, I can be a face manager for you guys. And I'm here for that because they were I, good with him. I was going to say, I liked Hardy Party. Yeah, Hardy Party was good. And uh, as much as I thought they got corny at a certain point um, as faces, I'm ready for them to come back and be faces because we haven't seen them in a long time. Mm -hmm. So, and then they can be a uh, trio. Yeah. Although Matt Hardy has hinted that Jeff is coming back soon, but who knows? Yeah. That could just be that he's getting out of rehab. That might not mean that he's coming back to AEW just yet. Yeah, because I'm sure they'll want to prove that he can stay clean for. Yeah, stay that he that he can stay clean. That he still has it. Like he might have to Mm -hmm. do a little bit of rehab, a little bit of training, um, to stay in shape. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. uh, we had that. Um, Was there any other talking segments? I don't Uh, think so. I don't think so. Okay. They announced Friday. They have their matches for next week, and which next week's the anniversary episode, right? It's four yes. years now, three years now. I don't know how many years. It feels like three. twenty, three years. Yeah, calendar three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have. Okay, so now we have the mystery man versus Chris Jericho. Yeah, I, no Bandito. one ever told me who this guy was, so I was pissed the whole time I was watching this match. <laughs> so many people on the internet. Who's Bandito? Well. Like, uh, why should I... He's one of the biggest wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, you remember Bandito, former Ring of Honor champion? That's why he's getting the match? Yeah. It's, it's You don't really need a story there. He's former Ring of Honor champion. He can just challenge. Mm-hmm. And Jericho, uh, they say that Jericho actually put out the challenge to Bandito, knowing that he never got his rematch. It's like, mm-hmm. it's all right there. It's not like it's like ancient history, too. Uh, Bandito just lost that a few mm-hmm. months ago. Um, yeah. After. Um, if you or, didn't know who he was before, you definitely know who he was after this match. This match was incredible. Yeah. This match reminded me of old school or not old school, but like 90s WCW. Yeah, this match was awesome. Bandito is a is a big, strong boy. He doesn't look. I mean, he looks strong. He's got muscles and stuff, but like he he could pick dudes up and flip with them it's nuts how yeah, the stuff he, he could do he's like hooved to it on roids mm-hmm. yeah yeah because jericho's not small like he's lost a lot of weight but he's still not a small guy anymore 
No. He's still over 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably like but 230. And kudos to Jericho because he took everything. He said, Bandito, you could do whatever you want. <laughs> Bandito said, okay. Man, I saw someone point out. I can't remember who it is. So that sucks. I think it was Trevor Dame on Twitter, who's a very funny follow. He said that uh, he said Jericho is the guy that says, I'm all about entertainment. I'm not about the matches. I'm a sports entertainer and this and that. And he's going out there just having absolute banger professional mm-hmm. wrestling matches. Like, yeah. Better than he's had in 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. His matches have been stellar lately. This Amazing. Match. He's carrying the load right now. Mm-hmm. Jericho yeah. is he's back to uh, year one of AW Jericho, in my opinion. Mm hmm. Everything he's doing is on point, more so the matches than the angles. Yeah, he's always been an angle guy, but his matches lately have just been unreal. Like he's turning back the clock. Kudos mm-hmm. to him because he was fat old man Jericho for like five years. Yeah, yeah, Not five him... years, but like three years. Mm-hmm. For him to be able to keep up with Bandito too, who I thought was like in his thirties, but he's only twenty-seven, which is no, nuts. he's young. He's a yeah. young man. <laughs> yeah. Um. But we saw his X pl- or his X knee. We saw the the twenty one plex, which is just a fucking awesome move. We saw a minute long delayed German suplex. Yes, yeah, that was awesome. Unarmed. The, the vertical suplex, minute long. That got the crowd standing on their feet and stuff from a vertical suplex, which is which awesome. Is so, it's I always find that so funny because it's like he's just holding a man there. Yeah, yeah. But that that's what's gonna get them going mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, and um, before he did the stalling suplex, he did the one-armed uh, gorilla press slam. Yes, to Jericho in commercial break, so I barely saw it. it. Yeah, which is nuts. He I did love his love that Jericho did, broke his nose. Yeah, that looked nuts with the bleeding yeah, through his he, mask. He cracked a cracked a bandito right in the face with the with <laughs> his cool mask. So the blood just seeped through his white mask. I was like, oh mm-hmm. my god! Even if it's fake, and he just bit a blood. Capsule. That's probably what he, awesome. well, maybe I don't know. Bandito's kind of crazy, but he did the uh, I forget what he calls it, but his flipping fall away slam off the top rope. Oh, which my is God. nuts! <laughs> like, I've seen another guy, Shane Mercer, do it, but mm-hmm. Shane Mercer is so much bigger than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it's so crazy to see Bandito do it because mm-hmm. he this is a legit cruiserweight, 190 pounds mm-hmm. doing this, yeah. but it's 190 pounds of pure chisel. Yeah, yeah. And then after the, I won't talk about all the after the match stuff, but just after the match, after they went off the air, I know Tony Khan came out and hugged Bandito. So that'd be dope if we got a uh, Bandito is all elite. Because after a performance like that, they if they want him, they better sign him because a lot of people think, are going to try to sign him. I think there's a very good chance. Mm-hmm. I think there's a very good chance because he's never been a guy who's been in Mexico. He's almost mm-hmm. always been in North America. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because I, I first saw him in PWG. That's how I first saw him. Yeah, he's been an indie guy. Mm-hmm. He's been an indie guy. He was in. Um, he's been he in New in Japan Ring a couple of times. Yeah, he's New in Japan, Ring of, Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. He'll show up in Mexico, but he he never stays there for that long. No, like he he never. The only time he signed with anybody was with Ring of Honor, and the person who owns Ring of Honor is Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. So if anyone has the inside track to sign him, it's Tony. Yeah, he's got to... I'm shocked he didn't get him signed already. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't want to sign anywhere. Maybe he likes being a free agent, but 
I would hope he'd want to sign because I need more matches for him because I like, like how he know. picked up Tony Khan like a baby with Tony Khan's legs <laughs> kicking out. Yeah, um, and uh, I love funny. the the finish of this match is very creative with Jericho pulling his mask to where he couldn't see, and he had him in the the he didn't have him in the walls of Jericho. He had him in the lion tamer, and Bandino couldn't tell that he was right by the ropes, which was awesome. So he had to tap out. Which is a nice touch. I like yeah, that. No, it's really good. Jericho's mm-hmm. had excellent finishes to all his matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been really, really good. He's been uh, he's been pulling the load lately, and mm-hmm. I loved after this match. This is when Jericho said he's going mm-hmm. to uh, go after all the, the former Ring of Honor wrestlers, talents. <laughs> and, and he said ring announcers, and the ring announcer goes, "Huh?" And he Judas hits him with the juice. <laughs> And he what? fucking stiffed him with it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude sold it well, too. He That's ate good. that shit. Yeah. Which is, it makes sense, because uh, when he beat Claudio for it, he threw down Kerry Silken, the former owner of Ring of Honor. So, <laughs> it makes sense. No, I mean, I like this. He's disrespecting Ring of Honor. He, eventually, somebody's going to come for him. And it's going to be, I would, again, it's going to be either Daniel Garcia or... Brian Danielson, and we are going to get uh, Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson versus Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Yes, is yes, it? next week. Yeah, That's next great. week. That's awesome. So we're getting the. We're getting the. Uh, I saw. I saw this on Twitter a while ago. They should form a tag team and call themselves Daniel Bryan, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that means we could get Jericho versus Samoa Joe because he's like the longest reigning ROH champ. Yes, we could. I I want him to bring in Homicide. Uh, I don't like Loki personally, but uh, I'd love to see Loki kick the shit out of Jericho. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Jericho versus um, Dalton Castle would be great. Yes, that'd be good. Like their personalities, I think. I think they could do something really great, mm-hmm. like a feud between those two guys. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. Uh, I don't think Colt Cabana was ever champ. Uh, Christopher Daniels, though. Uh huh. Show up, could work. He should show up in WWE and uh, go fight Seth Rollins and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's a, there's lots of... Uh, too bad we don't have the rest of Mount Rushmore. Yeah. There there would be a lot of cool stuff to do there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a... Adam Cole, whenever he comes back. Yes, yes. If Bobby um, Fish doesn't steal him. <laughs> that ain't <laughs> happening, man. Bobby yeah, Fish and Impact. Yeah. So funny. Um, all those rumors about him trying to get Adam mm-hmm. Cole and Kyle O'Reilly to leave. I yeah. I think that got squashed. It did. He came out and said it. I think AEW even came out and said that this didn't happen. But it's hilarious. <laughs> it's it's really funny that. to think about. Yeah. yeah. Which is even funnier because Kyle O'Reilly just had like neck surgery, so it's like he can't go anywhere. Like he can't no, probably can't yeah, even leave the house. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense that that's what yeah. he's trying to do. Yeah. And AEW wanted him too. They just didn't want to give him that much money, which is funny because you can guarantee he's not getting more money with Impact. No. I think he tried to leverage himself to WWE, and they said, Mm-mm, mm-hmm. "Not without those. I, not without your." Yeah, I'm honestly surprised he didn't go to like. Like Impact's good, but I'm surprised he didn't go to like MLW. Yeah, are you frozen again? No, can you hear me? Hello, hello. I believe you are. Oh, no. Okay, so yeah, so if I'm thinking about what we have next week, um, I don't remember. Uh, so let's look it up 
real quick and then see if Brad comes back. Okay, so... You know what? I'm just going to call it. This has been good. I don't know if Brad's going to come back. Oh, wait. Is he? Yeah, no, Brad's gone. Okay, so I'm just going to stop it here. Enjoy Rampage tomorrow night. Enjoy that tag match with Jericho and Garcia next week. Enjoy MJF versus Wheeler Yuta. That's really good. The first time I ever saw MJF was in a match with Wheeler Yuta on the Indies. They weren't lying when they said they've gone up and down the Indies together and came up together. That is true. Um, So that's going to be really fun to watch. All right. See you guys later.